And now, a special passage from the H&M Trucking Podcast. And on the eighth day, God looked down on his creation and said, I need someone to move goods across this vast land of America to deliver the products of the farms and factories to the people who need them. So God made a truck driver. God said, I need someone who is willing to work long hours, to drive through the night, to battle traffic and weather and all manner of obstacles just to get the job done. So God made a truck driver. I need someone who can handle the responsibility of moving thousands of pounds of cargo safely and efficiently, who can navigate the highways and byways of this great land with skill and precision. So God made a truck driver. I need someone who can be away from home for days or even weeks at a time, who can handle the isolation and loneliness that comes with life on the road. So God made a truck driver. I need someone who can adapt to changing circumstances, who can think on their feet and come up with solutions when things don't go as planned. So God made a truck driver. I need someone who can handle the stress and pressure of the job, who can keep a cool head in the face of deadlines and unexpected challenges. So God made a truck driver. And when God finished creating the truck driver, he looked upon his work and said, it is good. I have created someone who is tough, reliable, and dedicated. Someone who is essential to the functioning of this great country. I have created a truck driver. And to all you truck drivers out there listening, thank you for being tough, reliable, dedicated, and able to put up with all of the obstacles that you do every day. We do this podcast for you, from all of us here at the H&M Trucking Podcast family. Thank you. From Omaha, Nebraska, to whatever lane you're driving, this is the H&M Trucking Podcast with your host, Marcus Bridges. What's up, everybody? Welcome into the H&M Trucking Podcast. As always, I am your host, Marcus. Thank you so much for joining us for this week's episode. I told you last week, Deanna, that if you weren't careful, you might end up as a co-host of this podcast. Now, co-host might be a little bit strong at this point, but... You're joining us again. This is the third week in the row. Welcome back, Deanna from Driver Advocacy. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much, Marcus. You did warn me. So I can't. I did. I mean, you gave me thorough warning. So I'm happy to be back. You know, I've lived with me for 38 years now, and I just feel like I have a I have a bead drawn on myself. I, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Mostly, I try to just insulate people from me and that was kind of what I was trying to do for you okay so <laughs> well I'm glad it didn't work <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh what's the word on the street uh this week how are drivers feeling out there and uh what are they dealing with what are they talking about um this week has been pretty awesome I got so many happy easter gifts in my little text message chat I felt so honored it was so sweet I was like oh they're thinking about me that's so nice that's awesome. Yeah, I love I love those, just those interesting memes that they send. One driver actually sent me his picture and he was like, hey, hope you're doing well. I had a great conversation with you. And that's always warm and fuzzy. Like, oh, they care. <laughs> <laughs> so that was fun. It's just a testament, I think, to how valuable the program really is. Um, you know, you're you're forming real connections. You're not just forming, um, you know, on the surface connections, knowing you and, and getting to meet you in person and, and just, you know, chatting with you for a while. 
you are one of the most genuine people, I think, working for our company here. And uh, it's it's or working in, I guess, concert with the company. Let's put it that way. And uh, yeah, I, I couldn't find a better person. Like, I feel so fortunate because I have the best audio ninja in the world in my my producer, Mike, who's watching behind the scenes right now. And I also get to work with the best driver advocate, I think, in the world. So, you know, I'm just going to rain down compliments on you because I see this uh, working really well for the drivers. I know they love it and they love you. And I'm happy that they uh, they pay it forward a little bit or pay it back with some uh, some sentiments on Easter. Did you did you have any of them send you like a like an egg with a prize in it or a chocolate bunny or anything fun like that yet? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> that's the goal, right? That's that's the high achievement. So maybe one day. Maybe one day. Yeah, I mean, I would definitely send it back tenfold. I appreciate all like the little messages. I even had one guy who sent me a picture of his dog, and I was like, I melted instantly. I was like, that is the cutest dog I've ever seen in my life. Like, hold the phone. <laughs> he gave me a, a, you know, a spiel about how his dog's name is Maverick, and he met the real Maverick. In real life, we have we have talked to him. Actually, we've had him on. <laughs> he is such a cool guy. Like I was like, oh, wow. I mean, how, how do you get better in life than that? Like, your dog meets the real map. I mean, like that's just goals. So, yep. I mean, little moments like that. He shared the YouTube with me, and I was like, this is so cool. Like, my job's <laughs> awesome. Like, I just get to hang out. And get reap the rewards of just talking to these guys and gals, and it's it's incredible. I have the best job ever. Being an animal lover um, in, in this job has been really fun because you don't really think about how many truck drivers are going around out there with a dog or a cat in the cab. And it's a pretty high number. And H&M having the policy that they have where they're totally cool with it. It's just so cool. Like I, I, I would be the same. Like drivers, if you're out there and you've got my number from a time that we've talked in the past, go ahead and text me a picture of your dog too. Melt me into a puddle, please, because <laughs> I need it I, all the, all through the week. Like my whole support system is two corgis that live downstairs. So that's like my life, you know. But I'm glad that they're uh, they're brightening your day with those. Now I wanted to ask you about this because. Over here in Oregon, where I'm at, it's mid-April and the weather is bonkers. That's the best way I could describe it. There's snow in the mountains. People are are having some of the best skiing conditions. Uh, We got forecasts 70 degrees and sunny all last weekend. It hasn't stopped raining for seven or eight days here in Eugene. Are the drivers out there dealing with any weather uh, across the states that they've been talking to you about? Any hiccups or anything like that that you've heard? Oh boy, the weather. I, I stay attuned to the weather because of these drivers. I, I feel like I talk to them and that's like the first thing we chat about is the weather. They'll tell me exactly which highways to avoid, where to avoid during the winter months. And I'm like, God, thanks. I've heard Highway 80 more than I care to mention through like North Dakota, South Dakota, like that area. They're like, steer clear. I'm like, check. We'll not be going anywhere near highway 80 (laughs) during the winter months ever but i mean yeah i think a lot of them are ready for the spring which i totally understand they are ready for warmer weather because they it's been a brutal winter it's been brutal it has i've heard from one driver that he literally had a boat in the middle of the highway yeah i don't know how that happened but yeah i mean listen if there's snow on the ground in your general vicinity you can leave your boat at home Nobody, nobody <laughs> wants to be on water when, when it's snowing. It's just, we're not deadliest catch out here. Okay. Um, You're telling me, I was like, how, how, 
He's like, what's on a trailer? Nothing. Like someone just like took off with the trailer and left the boat in the middle of the highway. I'm like, oh, hey, <laughs> that's a new one. Maybe they were just convinced that the weather was never going to get good yeah, again. They're and like, they're just like, let's here. just, let's leave the boat here. When it floods sometime, eventually I'll come out and ride it. <laughs> when the ice melts, I'll come back. <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, uh, drive safe out there, drivers. As always, we're thinking about you in that right. And I have seen the pictures of Interstate 80 that Deanna's talking about. They seem to flood the internet during this time of year. And wow, there's some conditions out there that I wouldn't want to walk in, let alone drive uh, a fully loaded truck in. So uh, big, big ups to Puffy on that one. Thank you guys so much for being those people and not making me do it. Um, You would find my truck in the middle of the road, probably on its side. Finally here, before I let you go, today's episode, we're talking about prestige trailers, uh, notably their distinction hopper bottom, which H&M runs in the hopper division. Uh, do you hear any drivers talking to you about like old equipment versus new equipment? Are, are they ever like really kind of wanting to get their hands on that newest, flashiest, coolest piece of equipment? I think everyone kind of wants the newer equipment. That's just like yeah. nature, I feel like. So I would say from my end, probably more the newer, the newer trailer additions. But I mean, I think, I think some drivers are, I, I get a mix. So I get a mix of drivers that are like old fashioned. They like it the old way. They like, they, they know that trailer, like the back of their hand. So they don't want anything new. And then I have other drivers that are like, I can't wait to get a new, like some new, a new truck or a new you know, system working. So it, it really, it's, it's a balance. I, I feel like some drivers are old school and some drivers want the new stuff. Yeah, I, I can totally see that. I mean, there's some things about like, uh, you know, in high school, I had a 1972 Chevy and the windows I had to roll down and it was just a big engine kind of surrounded by some Detroit steel and it looked really cool and was really fast. As far as technology went, nothing. I mean, not a single shave of it. And if you gave me that truck again today... I think I would like driving it more just because I'm not so distracted by all the bells and whistles. That being said, if you take away my screen where I can look and see exactly what I'm listening to at exactly what time and I can skip by the second, I will be a road rage problem. Okay, so I I totally understand that makes total sense to me. Everybody wants something shiny and new until you get into it and you're like, wow. I don't know how to run this. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're in a cockpit all of a sudden. You're like, what are these buttons do? Like, well, just push them and see what happens. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then you get popped in the face with an airbag that you weren't expecting or something <laughs> like ejected, that, right? Ejected into the air, like, whoops, shouldn't have pushed that button. <laughs> well, uh, Deanna, real quick, refresh us on your hours. When are you available uh, to take calls? Yeah, so I, um, I'm on Eastern time, so I work 10 to 6 p.m. Okay. And that's Monday through Friday? Monday through Friday. And then I do three hours on Sunday. I do three to six on Sunday. There you go. Yeah. No reason for you not to be utilizing the driver advocacy program. Drivers, give her a call. I'm trying to prove it to you. You don't have to take my word for it. She's pretty fun to talk to. Deanna from Driver Advocacy, as always, thank you so much for your time. And we'll talk to you again later on. Thanks, guys. (laughs) 
Joining us today on the H&M Trucking Podcast, uh, this is a very special interview. We've got two people here today. We're talking about Prestige Trailers, of course. These gentlemen are very knowledgeable in that right. Uh, I've got Jason and Arlen here. Go ahead and introduce yourself, fellas. Uh, let me know who you work for and uh, why you're here today. We'll start with you, Jason. Uh, hey, Marcus. Thanks for having me. I'm Jason Fisher. I'm with Jim Hawk Truck Trailers in uh, Council Bluffs, Iowa. I represent the Nebraska Territory for Jim Hawk. Yeah, we're partnering up with Prestige and, and H&M, and it's a great partnership so far. We're super happy with it. Great to hear. Thanks for being here, Jason. And Arlen, how about you? Yeah, my name is Arlen Hildebrand. I'm uh, the Director of Sales and Marketing for Prestige Trailers, uh, the manufacturer that have joined forces with Jim Hawk Trailers, and we're very happy to have, have gotten a, a nice order through H&M. Well, uh, from what I understand, H&M is very happy on the other side of that coin as well. Um, I've been doing some research into the uh, the Prestige Distinction aluminum trailer, and uh, you guys have a great website, first of all. You can check that out, prestigetrailers.com, uh, where Arlen is the star of a great video on the uh, Distinction trailer. Uh, tell me a little bit about the Distinction, what you aim to bring the trucking industry with that particular trailer, and uh, maybe why H&M jumped on it. Well, there was, a, you know, a, we built a double-walled aluminum trailer, which is very common in in the marketplace today. There's a, several different manufacturers that that are building that same product, so it's it's not new to the market, so to speak. But uh, what we've done is made some unique changes that are a little different than some of our competitors currently use, and some just the look is slightly different. And we've we've integrated a few different options that we felt with customer feedback that they would be wanting to see or have in their trailers. You know, maybe those are some of the features that uh, some of the companies have latched onto and, and embraced. You know, from my angle, that's, that's exactly how I got H&M to, um, to bite on it. Now it, it took me some time, you know, they were pretty loyal to a competitor. So it took a few years, but I had them over here a couple different times for some show and tells and the fit and finish on the prestige product is uh, top notch for sure. It almost sells itself. I mean, I, I just looking at the website, I was amazed. You know, I'm not as familiar with you guys are obviously uh, with, with, you know, tractor trailers. But when I look at that, it looks like I'm, I'm looking at like a brand new Chevy on a Chevy lot or something. It's got the clean lines. It's got the chrome. It's just such a pretty looking trailer. Arlen, you mentioned customer feedback. How important is that in your design process? Well, that's something uh, that is very important to us. And I should mention that uh, this product is new in the, newer in the U.S. market as opposed to the Canadian market. We've been building this product or like product in the Canadian market since 2009. So it's, it was we've gone through some trials and tribulations launching this product. And we've learned a lot of things before we launched with the prestige brand name in the U.S. market. So you know, we relied on people that use those trailers every day. They came back to us and say, you know what, this would be so much better if we did this. Or, you know, I, I would like this feature if you guys could incorporate that into the trailer. So a lot of those things that we've seen or Jason and his customers have seen are an actual result of customer feedback. We, we came up with the initial design and we put it into customers' hands and we've had some meetings with some key customers when we were first designing this trailer and they kind of said, you know, we'd like to see this. We'd like to see a smooth aluminum wall versus a, a corrugated wall. It makes things easier to clean, things like that. Little things you don't really 
realize until you started listening to your customers and some of the things that they would like to see. For sure. I wish that, uh, you know, like computer companies or maybe the people that produce audio hardware that I use uh, would listen to the people in the weeds once in a while like you did, because I have some suggestions, but, you know, they don't really care what I have to say, Jason, to be honest with you. So it's it's nice that uh, the prestige does, you know, and, and from our our aspect, along with the customers, what's so nice about prestige and Arlen is they do listen to you. If you have a suggestion, they actually are open minded. And are willing to work with you and and make the changes. Not everybody does that. Absolutely. So, Arlen, I'll give you a chance here, real quick. Why don't you tell me about kind of the story and the mission of Prestige Trailers, if you would? Well, our our company, our parent company, is owned by a group of companies called Triple E Canada, which is a division of a bunch of different companies. So, we have a Canadian trailer division called Load King, spelled incorrectly, and. <laughs> We also have the Prestige brand, which we launched approximately seven years ago for the U.S. market. So at first it was confusing. A lot of our U.S. customers had no idea what Prestige was. They've seen Low King trailers running down the road, but they had no idea we were the same company. So that's taken some time, especially our dealers. And Jason can probably attest to that saying, you know, this took people are saying like, what's a Prestige trailer? And some of them had heard of the name Load King. So backing up. Our group of companies is owned by a family. There's there's an uncle and a nephew that that own our company. So we're a family-owned company. We're we're not publicly traded. We don't. So we we always say we're big enough to make a difference and small enough to care. And if you look at our our other half of our company is totally opposite of trailers. We we build the recreational vehicles uh, under the brand name of Leisure Travel, and so we have two very unique companies and we've kind of fed each other. That company is very big on innovation and new ideas. And we've incorporated some of those same learning curves into our, our learning practices into our trailer manufacturing as well. So backing up, the, the RV division started in 1965. Oh, wow. And uh, when Terry was a young man, the nephew that runs, uh, he's he sits in the chair here at the Prestige. Uh, he was 26 years old. 1980, he started Load King with 30,000 square feet and 30 employees. And we've now grown our company to over 400,000 square feet and 400 plus employees. So it's it, it's a really, it's a success story and and customer satisfaction is number one to him so looking after the customer looking after our dealers and and we form long-term relationships with many of our dealers many of our dealers have been with us for 20 plus years it's it says something to how we treat people and i'm not boasting i'm just saying this is our this is just kind of how we run our business well, I, look, if you want to boast, this podcast is the perfect opportunity to do so, Arlen, because... Uh, I'd rather give you the facts and boast. <laughs> well, that's a great story. And, and you know, in watching the video, uh, some of the videos on your website there, I did notice that you your employees like to testify to the fact that the company runs like a big family. And H&M Trucking really likes to operate with the same mindset how would you describe your experience in working with Jim and James at H and M? And this question is for either of you that want to take it. I think that's why we get along so well with the three of us, because they are all family oriented operations. And Arlen said it, well, you're, you know, you're big enough to, 
to uh, make a difference, but you're small enough to still care. And, you know, this is the same way. Uh, Jim and Dave, Jim Hawk and Dave Hawk are brothers. Uh, they own it. Jim's son, Jimmy, works in the office right next to me. We truly care about our people. Our people, you know, happy employees, they make a big difference, you know. And, and H&M is the same way. So I think I think that's why we all get along so well, actually. You, you know, you, you truly you start with the business uh, relationship. And next thing you know, you, you are friends as well. And, uh, you know, that, that helps. Absolutely. So since, uh, since you're kind of focused on the sale, well, you're both are focused on the sales, but Jason, um, I got to ask you this question. Why prestige trailers? Let's say I'm just walking into Jim Hawk and I, I'm asking you straight up, why do I need to buy this one? What would you tell me? The thing about prestige is, is quite honestly, kind of what we've been touching on their fit and finish. It, it almost sells itself. All you got to do is, you know, you hit on the features and benefits, the clean lines, the repairability, just how easy they are to work with. And then literally you get somebody to go walk around this trailer and it sells itself. It really does. It's no surprise that, uh, that you know, the, the parent company manufactures uh, RVs as well, because it you can tell that there's, there's design decisions that have gone into this trailer that do make it stand out. Uh, uh, sitting on the lot from these other trailers, and um, I, I just, you know, I'm 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 such a fan of clean lines. I I, I was a little bit of an uh, old fashioned kid. I had a 1972 Chevy growing up, you know, and I, I liked the the simplicity and just the look and the feel of the paint on the chrome. Just a just a super cool looking trailer. What do the drivers love about it? Obviously, they're the ones that have to deal with it. We all can sit here and look at it and say it looks great functionally. Are there a few things that the drivers have, have picked out that have said, like, this is the reason that this trailer is the one that we have to have? Drivers like shiny and these trailers are shiny <laughs> and the lights on the back end, you know, it, it the they ran with the B light package. So um, there's plenty of lights on the rear end. And like you said, it's it has clean lines and, and there's lots of lights and, and it's shiny all over. So, you know, they're going to they're going to hook up to that every time if they can. There's an adding to that, Jason. There's there's things that we've done differently. So I mentioned they look similar. There are differences that we've we've built into the trailer based on feedback, like a a different coupler plate that we run in the front of the trailer that that helps save the uh, the fenders on the truck, which is big to a guy that's just spent three hundred grand on his brand new Kenworth and. The last thing you want to do is fold down his fenders. Yeah, right. And, and that was a direct, that came back to us from a driver who had just done that and says like, holy man, you guys have to do something here. I remember the first trailers we built, we had a we had a system of opening our trap doors that, that worked well in the Canadian market because of the size of a chute. Uh, we went to a larger chute size in the U.S. market and what we thought worked really well for us did not work in that market. So we have to step back and say, you know what, we're going to have to make something that that works for this market. We tested it for many years before we released it, and I think we have a we have a trap or a gate opener opening system that's as good as any on the market. And Jason, you can probably attest to that. People talk. Yes. First thing I see at a, at a trade show is I'm going and they open and close the door. That's it's just like. You, you can see all the shiny, but the first thing they'll do is they grab the crank and open and close the door. Okay, well, that works pretty good. So they're looking for functionality as well. That Teflon piece that you have in there really it makes a big difference, too, in gear, the gear-driven. Another thing I've heard the driver say is the sloped front and rear. It's easier for them to crawl up and, and 
down on the trailer helps with safety too. And how's that? Just, just because it's, they're, they're not as prone to slip and fall. Right. Yeah. It's not a straight 90 degree angle. You know, it's, uh, is it a 30 degree slope? It's a, tape, it's a tapered end wall. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We, we just had a, uh, I just toured a college from, uh, North Dakota. They, they had a, their egg, their egg students contacted me this month and they wanted to have a plant tour. You know, these kids are going to school and they're mostly farm kids. And it was kind of cool to take them through our factory. And it was amazing. They all, they all live on a farm with a grain trailer. The perception, I, I was just listening to the kids talk and they were talking about, well, you guys have a different slope angle for your hoppers. That'll clean out better. Uh, they saw how our, our electrical harnesses were put into the trailer and they said, well, our trailer at home doesn't have that. So it was amazing. These 18 to 22-year-old kids were picking up on some of the features that we had built in the trailer. So at the end of the deal, I, I asked, I quizzed them as to which trailer they were going to buy next for the farm and they were all prestige so jason you got a few more sales coming your way two or three <laughs> years from <laughs> sounds like maybe a steak dinner needs to come back <laughs> yeah, yeah, way yeah. That, huh? yeah. <laughs> you know in in our shop not that we've had to work on they've had a couple accidents naturally it's it's par for the core um but um they're easy to work on too arlen touched on it the way they run all their wiring and stuff through the bottom rail not only is it clean and it keeps it you know from getting damaged over time, they're, they're easy to work on. And uh, Randall, if they have any questions, is Johnny on the spot and getting them any of the information they need. So that helps a whole bunch too. Absolutely. I mean, it. you know, just in a small amount of time I've spent in, in like an auto garage and watching mechanics work, um, there's not a lot of, of automobiles that are built to help mechanics get things done these days. And, uh, it, it's, it looks like it gets harder and harder on them. So I imagine having somebody be able to just go in, work on it, get the job done and not have a thousand headaches along the way probably just helps morale all around. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, you want to keep your drivers and your mechanics happy. Them guys are both hard to replace, you know? <laughs> yes, they are. They absolutely are. So you know, I, I want to get to a little bit of the fun stuff here. Um, I, I did see on the website that uh, you've got some some different paint schemes that are offered. You guys want to talk a little bit about the paint schemes that are offered on the distinction and maybe let us in on what your favorite model is, what the favorite look is among you two? Well, I'll, I'll start first, Jason. We, we have three sidewall color options that you can choose from. We don't have a full rainbow. We do have a white, the standard white that you see every day on the road and, and black, of course. And we came up with a graphite metallic, which is my favorite. It, it makes things look different. And graphite looks great great with uh, stainless end walls and stainless corner posts. So, I, you know, I, Jason, I see some of your guys have been ordering the graphite trailers. I think when they see it in person, it's, it's one thing on the builder. Marcus, you can, uh, we have a builder on our website so you can, actually visualize what this trailer will look like when you choose the different sidewall colors. It looks a lot more impressive and real than it does on, on our website. You can only do so and so much on a website. It was so much fun. I got to spend the day with Arlen at the Iowa Farm Progress Show last summer, and they brought a metallic trailer to the show. It was all tricked out. There are extra lights and everything, and man, it turned heads. It was That was a fun day. It really was. That's, that's a cool trailer. 
Yeah, it, it really is. And and I'll be 100% honest with you guys. You're sharing your time here with me. So the least I can do is tell you the truth. I built like four or five of them on the website when I was poking around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I hope that it wasn't just pinging you guys with emails to reach out to me because I got to be honest, they wouldn't give me a CDL if I paid them. <laughs> so I don't have any use for the trailer myself, but I was having fun. The website is uh, is very functional. And, uh, I, you know, if you're a driver out there, maybe an owner operator thinking about something like that, definitely go take a look. But, you know, H&M's already got some of these on board. So now I understand there's some uh, different color options as far as the tarp is concerned. How crazy can I get like, you know, hot pink or maybe an American flag with an eagle busting through it? Or or what what do you got for me there? (laughs) Well, our standard options are, are, we pretty much have the whole rainbow covered, but we don't have any hot pink (laughs) that I know of. Dang it. But I'm sure if we call, if we call, the tarps are supplied to us by a manufacturer in South Dakota. And I'm sure if we call them and if we spend enough money, we'd, we'd probably get hot pink. I don't know about the American flag, but Jason, you might have somebody in Council Bluffs that could pull that off for us. <laughs> like you said, sky's the limit. All it takes is a little, little money. It'll probably get you whatever you want, right? <laughs> Time and money. Yes, sir. The almighty dollar for <laughs> sure. <laughs> Now, uh, I was also just doing some research, poking around on the internet, you know, nothing is a secret anymore. And uh, I found, and I don't think you'd want this to be a secret, that uh, Prestige Trailers is featured in American Truck Simulator software. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever played the game or or the simulator or anything like that, but how cool is it to know that your product is available for use in such an advanced piece of technology that is so popular within the industry? Well, Marcus, that's something that I will not take credit for. We have a a marketing uh, group of guys working for us that are probably 25 years younger than I am. And they're, they're, they're all, they're all gamers and they all love this stuff. And they created this, this little deal. And I kind of laughed when they first came and said to me, you know what, we want to do this. And I said, yeah, whatever. And it's amazing how many people are playing and following and doing we actually had a giveaway launched on the site and we had a lot of people playing that. Yeah. It, it's kind of neat to see. I don't know, Jason, have you played it? I have not played it, but yeah, it's, it's definitely, you guys are ahead of the curve on that for sure. Yeah. These, these simulator games, you know, to, to somebody that's grown up with video games my entire life, I hear, you know, farming simulator or pressure washing simulator. They've got all these where I kind of feel like, that's just meant for you to hold a controller and just pass time. But I, I honestly feel like American Truck Simulator, when I've seen some of the, the gaming rigs that these guys set up where they're full-on monitors all the oh. way around and it actually looks like they're looking out their windows okay. and, and they've got gear shifts and steering wheels, that to me is like, man, that's a that's a training simulator right there. A lot <laughs> like flight simulator could be. You could learn how to drive a truck. Well, everything except for the road rage, you know, that comes from the people around <laughs> yeah. you. That's the one thing I don't know if they can simulate in a video game. Uh, if they do want to simulate it, I that's I look, I can't drive the big trucks, but I can yell out the window of a small one like nobody's business. <laughs> <Got it down. laughs> so if they if they ever need that, uh, I'm more than happy to uh, to come by and uh, and lend my voice. But um, I want to give you guys both a chance to uh, to just talk a little bit to the drivers out there. Um, maybe they're not driving a, a prestige trailer at this point or pulling one, but maybe they might be in the future. Is there anything you would like to relay about, you know, the company, the trailer itself, uh, your thoughts on the industry, anything like that? Uh, Arlen, we'll go with you first. Well, first of all, I, I appreciate that, Marcus. First of all, I'd like to thank 
all the customers that we've gained in the past seven years. Eight years ago, we didn't have one customer in, in the U.S. market. Today, we've got hundreds of them. And it's not without the support and the faith that those guys took in buying a brand that was unknown to them based on what I told them at a show or what Jason may have told them at a show. They didn't have a neighbor they could call and say, hey, Bob, what's this trailer like? They were the Bobs. They, they bought the trailer. They took the step. And I remember there's, uh, there was a customer, and I won't mention his name. He's from Minnesota. He bought the first trailer. I'll never forget him. I sold it to him at a farm show. Uh, just two weeks ago, I saw his name come across the order board, and I took and phoned him. I saved his phone number. And I says, I got to thank you for buying your third prestige trailer. And that's three and seven years. And he says, you know what? It's, it's probably the best trailer I've ever owned. And I just, I just enjoy buying them. I enjoy my dealer. So, you know, without the customers, we're nobody. We're just a name. And customers and our dealers, um, we haven't given the dealers credit either. They took faith. I was rolling around seven years ago trying to pick up dealers. And often I got to the front door and a very polite receptionist says, you know what, we're not really interested. So I felt like the, the vacuum guy getting, <laughs> getting the door slammed. You know, we don't need that. Thank you. And I remember uh, there was one dealer that actually I called him and I was pretty much on my knees begging him. I says, I, I just need 15 minutes of your time. And he goes, okay, well, 15. And I rolled in at 4.45 on a Friday. That's That sets a real standard coming in on a Friday. <laughs> they are still our dealer today. And I was with them last two weeks ago, and I thanked them again for the 15 minutes. I says, that was probably the, the best 15 minutes of my life. And it's not without, again, customers and our dealers that have put us on the map. So just a big thank you for people that have taken that step. Uh, we're open to talk. We take calls here at the factory. We have a quoting system that you can build trailers, pick your dealer. You can, if you want Jason to sell your trailer, you send your quote to Council Bluffs and he will get this quote request and, and build your trailer. That's great. Well, talk about a warm, fuzzy feeling uh, when your first customer buys the third trailer and then tells you that it's probably the best one he's ever towed. I mean, that's that's got to make you feel pretty good, huh? Yeah, I was a little puffed up that day. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine. Jason, how about you? Hey, you know, um, these guys are great to work with. And, and Arlen's right. When they came in, you know, this the grain trailer market can be unique as far as, you know, farmers. They they buy the trailer that their grandpa did and their dad did. And, and this is what I've always used. And this is what we use. So um, it can be an uphill battle when you're trying to get these guys into a new piece of equipment but they make such a good product and they're so easy to work with. You get them to try it and touch it and feel it and smell it. You got a customer for life. And what exactly does uh, the distinction smell like? If you don't mind, I haven't <laughs> been that new car one. smell. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's awesome. Well, hey, if you're, if you're driving around out there, once you get stopped, hop on over to prestigetrailers.com and check it out. And and Jason, uh, where can they find information about Jim Hawk? We have a website. It's www.jhtt.com. And um, you also, if you search us on YouTube, we have all kinds of uh, YouTube videos out there as well. That's great. Go check out the media. And uh, if you are going to Jim Hawk, you talk to Jason and nobody else. And you tell them <laughs> that this podcast sent you. That's what we're really looking for here. <laughs> 
Yeah, you know that's right. Yeah, exactly. I, I got to, you know, I got to uh, return the favor in any way that I can. Gentlemen, it, it's been an honor to have you here. Uh, thank you again for your time. Thank you for making such a great product. And and thank you for uh, being such a great partner to H&M. If, if you have anything left that I, you didn't get to say, now's the time. But if not, I know there's work to be done, so I can let you get back to it. Hey, the pleasure was all mine, Marcus. We appreciate you and, and thank you guys so much for... Uh, having faith in us. Absolutely. Oh, I appreciate you reaching out, Marcus. And I, and I look forward to, I've never met the guys from H&M personally. And I, I understand we're going to be doing a plant tour shortly in the next few months. And I look forward to welcome them to our, to our factory. Awesome. Well, Arlen, Jason, thank you so much. You guys have a great day. Okay. Take care. Hey, appreciate you. Thanks Marcus. Bye-bye. Take care. See ya. Joining us now on the program is somebody with a new gig. His name is Dean Edmonds, and he is going to be replacing John Witzke as the safety director. Dean, thanks so much for joining us today. How are you? I'm great. I'm very excited about the new change. Now, uh, what was your position before you took on this new one? Previous to being the safety manager, I was a safety specialist. Okay, so you're kind of familiar with what's going on here anyway. Your game is safety is what you're telling me. Exactly. I've worked with John for you know close to a year now, and I have some previous uh, safety experience before that. So I'm just looking forward to uh, some new challenges and some new opportunities. Absolutely. What would you consider uh, some of the challenges that you'll face as the safety director? You know that differ from the challenges you faced as a safety specialist. The biggest thing is just living up to the expectations, living up to the. We know what John's already put forward for everybody and just following in his footsteps and doing the right thing and doing the, doing everything right. Yeah, and John set a pretty high bar there from what I understand. Uh, you know, it's I, I have more than enough faith in you to, to be able to achieve that and even more. But, uh, you know, I, I think on his way out, we got to give a little tip of the cap to John. Uh, he did a great job there. You know, we had him on the podcast back when we were doing a podcast called Unplugged OTR. Had a lot of fun talking to him. He sent me some safety briefs to read on the podcast uh, over over the episodes. And, you know, it's, it's going to be tough without him, but uh, on to bigger and better things and and same for you now as uh, as it turns out right very much so definitely i you know i i'm excited for the future uh i've worked with john like i said for over a year now uh him and i seem to have the same thought process and ideas about situations that we've dealt with so i don't expect things to change hardly at all hopefully just being focused on what needs to be done to keep us all safe and moving forward Absolutely. And it's probably great for the drivers that you'll have some some continuity there and, and similarities of thought and processes. I imagine that, uh, you know, the safety director is somebody that uh, you get relied on pretty heavily by the drivers for uh, for certain situations out there. Is there anything since you have all your drivers ears right now, or at least a lot of them, uh, any message that you'd like to send to them as the new safety director? More so just I don't foresee or don't expect to make any big changes. Just continue to keep going on with what John has laid down for groundwork here and let everybody know that uh, my ears are available. If anybody ever has questions or comments, I'm I'm here to listen and uh, see what I can do. And keep the shiny side up, right? Exactly. (laughs) Awesome. Dean Edmonds, new safety director for H&M Trucking. Thank you so much for joining us today, Dean. I really appreciate you taking the time. 
You bet. Thank you and be safe. We'll do it. As you know, we are talking about prestige trailers today and uh, most most specifically the distinction hopper bottom trailer. So we thought, why not bring on the hopper division manager? I have Brenda here and Brenda, please do introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about your position. And of course, thanks for being here. Yes, thanks, Marcus. Yeah, Brenda Hampton here with H&M Trucking. I work in the hopper division. I'm a manager there. Been there uh, for 13 plus years with them now. Oh, that's great. Nice long run there. Well, talk to me a little bit about the hopper division. Uh, How many hoppers do you have running currently? Uh, We're around that 65 to 70 hoppers right now. Okay. And is that uh, that as many as you've ever had? Is that kind of the high point? Are you guys still adding to that team? Uh, We are still adding. We've been a lot higher than that in the past, hopefully to get up higher in the future. But yeah, that 65 number's kind of been what we've been at for the last two, three years. That's great. Okay. Well, uh, today's episode has been full of things about the Prestige Distinction Hopper Bottom trailer. We spoke to uh, Jason and Arlen earlier, Arlen, uh, the sales manager over there at Prestige. What do your drivers like about the Distinction Hopper Bottom? What are some features they might be pumped about? You know, they're a lot cleaner. Uh, you know, just as far as the smooth outside, uh, they are a little bit lighter, I believe, because of the aluminum that they hold. And that smoother edge helps to not hold the product as much as the other trailers. Yeah, easier to clean is one thing I've heard. And yeah. I mean, can you can you agree with me that just standing next to one, they're just a beautiful piece of equipment? Oh, they're sharp looking. They are. They look real sharp. Yeah, it's like I I don't know if if truck drivers kind of take pride in the way that their trailer looks. I know that a lot of that's probably out of their control, but look, I'm just telling you, if I was one of your uh, one of your hopper drivers, I would be walking around with my chest puffed out if I had one of those things uh, hooked to the back for sure. Yes, absolutely. When you're hooked to a sharp looking prestige trailer, it just it doesn't makes the whole unit look nice. Now, can you talk to me just a little bit about the difference between uh, that smooth side and the corrugated side? I understand that that's something that the drivers really like. That was something that Arlen and Jason both touched on uh, when I spoke to them earlier. Just give me a little bit of the background on, on why that solves a problem. You know, when you've got a driver that's he's loading multiple different products and they're going in and out of that trailer, you know, grain usually cleans the trailer, but you know, when you don't have to, it's even better. And when you're sitting in a prestige trailer and that product's running down and it's nice and clean, it makes a good sweep out. It saves you money on the long run because you're not having to wash out after every load. It's clean. And that, that does save us time, money, a lot of things. Now, uh, I'm, I'm going to just take a peek behind the curtain here, Brenda. Are you, uh, are you an overly clean person at home? Do you like to keep a really clean, uh, pristine house? Yes, I do. <laughs> so this is a big deal for you and the drivers, and I totally get it. Yes. You know, I think if you were to look at my life, if you were to see my house and then compare it to my vehicle, you would see two vastly different things. I don't know why that is, but maybe I should I should start thinking about that a little bit more because the more I hear about how clean these distinction hopper bottoms are, the more I kind of want to clean out my own my own rig, to be honest with you. Yeah, I get the same way. <laughs> Well, uh, look, I don't want to take up too much of your time here, but this is a chance that you get to kind of talk to all of your drivers out there. Uh, Are there any general messages or anything that you uh, need to remind them about? Anything that you want to say to your drivers? Uh, You've got a lot of their ears right now, so please take the floor. You know, I just appreciate what they do out there. 
They have a lot of diversity out there that they've got to deal with from customers to over-the-road people's just driving, you know. And I just appreciate what they do out there. Um, They continue to bring happiness here. And I just, uh, hardworking guys, I appreciate. Yeah. I can I can definitely uh, sympathize with that, or I guess resonate with that is probably a better word. And I will say this: you keep getting them uh, good looking, functional, and uh, really nice trailers like the Distinction. I'm sure they're going to keep producing results for you, Brenda. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. Hey, no problem. Thank you for joining us today, and we look forward to speaking to you again in the future. That's Brenda Hampton, uh, Hopper Division Manager. Have a great day. You too, Marcus. Thanks. Joining us today on the podcast, you know him as the president of H&M Trucking, Mr. James Fonda. James, how's the day treating you so far? Pretty good. Yourself? I, I can't complain. I mean, I get to do podcasts for a living, so uh, it's it's a pretty good day in my life most of the time, James, to be honest with you. Uh, today, we are, we're talking about Prestige Trailer and, uh, of course, specifically the Distinction Hopper Bottom. I got to talk to Jason and Arlen, who've worked pretty extensively with you guys uh, at H&M, and I just wanted to ask you kind of the same question that I asked them. What has Prestige Trailer brought to H&M that was different from before? So prior, we used Timothy and Wilson, and we used those for 20-some years, 25-some years, probably. Oh, wow. And honestly, <laughs> the reason is uh, the left the door open was uh, you didn't really answer the phone call a couple times for the last couple of years ago. And so it got me searching uh, someone with a little bit better customer service. And at the same time, uh, Jim, my shop guy, had always been really intrigued by these prestige trailers. Finally, we just kind of took a stab at one and said, send us one, let's look at it. And right from day one, we looked at it we're like, well, that certainly has many benefits. Everything's on the side for the, for the trailer's needs. It's a little bit taller, so it's easier to get under, underneath. They're built great. Um, they they show great. They um, they're giving us great warranties on them. I mean, you know, it's like driving the the Cadillac of of the trailers at the, at the moment. So. Yeah, I, I've been beating this horse uh, for the entire podcast episode here, but this is a damn good-looking trailer. I, I mean, I, I built like three or four of them on their website just to, to see what they had going on, and uh, I'm impressed. You know, uh, we had a customer uh, that recently called us up. Like, we, they saw a glimpse of our, our new trailers going out there. Because, you know, we've probably got like 60 of those prestiges on the fleet now. And they're like, you know, they just couldn't believe how nice the trailer looked and, and the equipment that we're providing to all their, their freight in. And, uh, you know, to me, I'm like, you know, a trailer is a trailer. But, yeah, when I spotted those, I was like, well, you know, you're gonna if you're going to have nice tractors, might as well reciprocate in the back end, right? Yeah, absolutely. Probably <laughs> the best-looking fleet on the road at this point. I mean, you know, with yeah. all those colors and those beautiful trailers. So, now, can you talk to me a little bit about just working with, with uh, Arlen and, and Prestige? Because they said that they had a really good working relationship with you. And um, I, I noticed that the two companies kind of pride themselves on running like a big family. Did you kind of feel that come through in your relationship with them? Well, you know, it's, I would say it's still building. They actually, I just got an email. They actually invited me up to Canada to go visit their um, and watch some of our trailers actually getting built. So I'm going to either do that in uh, end of May or end of June. I think we were right off the bat, you know, I think we ordered like 50 trailers last year from them. So we were the, the by far the largest order that they've ever had, I think, at one go. So obviously that, that starts a pretty good relationship, right out, you know, right out the gates. Um, and ever since, you know, the, the, the communication back and forth has been, been outstanding. They ship them right here to our dealer. 
um, which is right across the river. So, you know, typically you, you, when you're working through dealers, you don't get the, the relationship that you do with the manufacturer. But with, in this case, just because of the situation, it's worked out in our favor. Yeah. And, and, you know, Arlen, such a cool guy to talk to. You can tell uh, just in speaking with him that, you know, he's out there kind of beating the pavement too. He told me a story about how he sold a, a trailer at a trade show. Uh, the very first one that was on the road in the United States, the very first distinction. And just, it was, it was really cool to hear that you've got somebody that's that high up in such a nice company that's, that's built so many things and they're making RVs and they're doing all this crazy stuff. And he's still out there at the trade show, shaking hands with people. Uh, that's dedication. Unlike what you'll find a lot of times, I, I think. Absolutely. The fact that, you know, Jim has been on the phone with uh, say prestige, uh, I don't know how many, how many times just, to, you know, just as, as we're getting set up, like for instance, one of the trailers got like a, a like a small damage during, during the, the building process, uh, last June. And, uh, they're like, Hey, we're actually just going to take this one offline and build you a completely new one. <laughs> so like when you get, when you get situations like that, like, you know, what better customer service than that? Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's completely unnecessary. They could easily probably fix whatever happened. I don't remember exactly what it was, but it's just, it's just a testament to the quality. And I wonder if like Chili's or Applebee's would take a note because they still send out the burger even if they mess it up in the back and I have to be the one that notices and sends it back. Like this is just this <laughs> customer service 101, guys. Come on now. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Mr. Fonda, thank you so much for joining me today. I don't want to take up any more of your time, but I really appreciate the insight. And uh, get ready for more of me, man. I told Deanna the other day, like, be careful. I get my hooks into you. You're going to be on this podcast a lot. So uh, I hope you're ready for that in the future. Oh, uh, you know, it's, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, James. Have a great day. Thanks for joining us. All right. James Fonda, president of H&M there, joining us on the show. Uh, we really appreciate his time. That's going to wrap it up for today's episode. Uh, make sure you're checking us out on all the H&M trucking social media. Uh, share with your friends, like, subscribe, do all that fun stuff, and look for us on YouTube and TikTok because my happy face is going to be all over those mugs. So uh, we will see you next week. And as always, stay fresh, cheese bags. Thank you for listening to the H&M Trucking Podcast. Please leave a review, subscribe, and connect with Marcus over at the H&M Trucking social media channels. And if you're considering a job at H&M, find us at hmtrucking.com. Until next time, stay safe and ahead of the curve drivers.